This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. We're now finding out that Alabama Republicans had a part in the recent censuring of two House members who voted to impeach Donald Trump. The chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall, was one of the co-sponsors of the resolution that censured Congress members Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger earlier this week. The resolution was drafted during a winter leadership meeting of the Republican National Committee. Wall told 1819 News that Cheney has shown no remorse in voting to impeach President Trump last year, and she did so against the wishes of her Wyoming constituents as well as Republicans across the nation. Wall says that that was bad enough from Cheney, but now a year later, she continues to give interviews that uses socialist Democrat talking points against Trump. Wall says taking on Cheney is an important issue for Alabama Republicans and one of the first steps needed to restore America and take back the U.S. House and Senate. Last week, the Daily Detail covered a story that involved military personnel getting the COVID-19 vaccine here in Alabama, as well as other parts of the nation. During the month of January, a Senate panel was held in Washington, D.C., where an Ohio attorney, Thomas Rents, revealed that three whistleblowers have data from the military health tracking system that shows a skyrocketing number of vaccine injuries among troops who have been required to get the shot or be dismissed from their duties. One of those whistleblowers, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, saw those injuries firsthand in Fort Rucker, Alabama. Congressman Barry Moore represents that district. Moore released a statement on the issue to 1819 News. He says it's unacceptable that American citizens and service members are being forced to take the vaccine in violation of the U.S. Constitution and individual liberty. Moore says that medical professionals are raising concerns and should be listened to and that these claims should be investigated immediately. Moore maintains that he will continue to fight against Biden's tyrannical vaccine mandate. Congressman Mo Brooks also weighed in on the issue with the Daily Detail. Brooks detailed a story he heard about from a constituent who is also a service member. Brooks also wants an investigation into the issue, but says, practically speaking, this will never happen while Democrats are in control of Congress. Parents in Madison County are suing the city schools to end the mask mandate in place. Nine parents are part of the legal action. Those parents are asking for the requirements to be lifted permanently from the schools and say that the lawsuit is the last resort after already speaking out at school board meetings and with city officials. WAFF News got a hold of the parents. A lot of people want to know why it's coming to this and why we're taking such you know drastic measures. I, we have exhausted all of the chain of command. The Alabama judge who gets this, you know, I hope he understands the important, the message that we're trying to communicate. This is not me trying to be biased or anything. This is me simply advocating for family choice and communicating the the, the harm that masking is doing. One of the things I'm hearing from them a lot is they have headaches, they have a hard time breathing, and they come home with bloody noses. A mask mandate in the elementary and middle schools of the city of Madison have been in place for all of the 2021 to 2022 school year. There is a bill in the Alabama legislature that would require a person who's convicted of killing someone while driving under the influence of alcohol to also pay child support for the victim's children. HB 114 would apply to those convicted of a DUI first and payment would be applied based on current child support laws for those under the age of 19. Former Decatur police officer Pronsi Robertson is sponsoring the bill. Robertson says that applying the criminal code to this bill 
is so that insurance companies will not be the ones making the payments, but the convicted felon. The bill is currently filed and assigned to the Alabama House Judiciary Committee for consideration. An event is coming back in person after COVID-19 caused the event to go virtual last year. Bow Bikes Bama will enter its 11th year in 2022. The charity bike ride will be in Auburn starting April 23rd. The event was first launched by Bo Jackson to raise money for those in need here in the state. Jackson says there's nothing like the energy and camaraderie that comes with riding with friends. Registration for that event is already available at bowbikesbama.com. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, conservatives in the U.S. House have crafted a bill that would place sanctions on thousands of Chinese Communist Party members in that country. The sanction also includes communist dictator Xi Jinping and his entire family. Breitbart News is reporting that the legislation has been approved by the ranking chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, which is Congressman Mike Rogers of Alabama, as well as the Republican Study Committee, whose ranking member is Jim Banks of Indiana. The sanctions will ban about 2,000 members of the CCP from ever being allowed into the U.S. It would also prohibit American companies from conducting transactions or operations with the sanctioned officials or their family members. China is also given a way to avoid those sanctions by stopping its human rights abuses among the Uyghur people group and within Hong Kong, as well as stop any more intrusions upon Taiwan space and stop the theft of American intellectual property. Rogers says that the Chinese Communist Party must be held accountable for their egregious and disturbing human rights abuses. Well, a rare capitulation by the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi is agreeing to work with others is agreeing to work with other House Democrats in proposing a ban on trading stocks among Congress members and their staff. Pelosi was originally not supportive of such a ban just a few weeks ago. Because this is a free market and people, we are a free market economy, they should be able to participate in that. Pelosi came under fire for saying that because White House documents revealed that Pelosi and her husband walked away with $30 million through insider stock trades of their shares in big tech companies. Pelosi made those trades, knowing that those companies were soon to face an antitrust legislation coming out of Congress. Pelosi has indicated she will work with House Democrats in amending the Stock Act of 2012, which dictates how Congress should purchase or sell stocks. There is a plan underway within the Biden administration to provide crack pipes to drug addicts. That is correct. This is not a story about President Biden's son, Hunter. It's about the Department of Health and Human Services. That agency is providing $30 million in grants to nonprofits and local governments who are seeking to make drug use safer and more equitable. This means providing kits with pipes for those who smoke illegal drugs as a means of reducing infection that's caused to drug addicts when they use glass meth pipes. Funding for the Harm Reduction Program has been allocated through the American Rescue Plan. And there won't be just meth pipes in those little kits. Also to be included, syringes and condoms. A former White House doctor who has performed cognitive tests before is now calling on President Joe Biden to get one done immediately and release it to the public. Ronnie Jackson is now a congressman in the U.S. House. He has crafted a letter noting that the mental decline and forgetfulness of Joe Biden in the past two years is very noticeable. Jackson and 37 other GOP colleagues are calling on 79-year-old Biden to follow in the footsteps of Donald Trump and take a cognitive screening test. Jackson says he has been a physician for three presidents and knows what it takes mentally and physically to execute the duties of the office. Jackson maintains that something is just not right. 
with Biden. And the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Boris Johnson, gets called out in a royal way by a member of parliament over certain photos that have just now been released by the British media. At the height of the lockdown restrictions in 2020, my constituent, who's worked for the NHS for over 30 years, was diagnosed with a tumour on her spine. Whilst in hospital, undergoing painful surgery, her family obeyed the rules and didn't visit her. Mr Speaker, in the last few minutes, a photo has emerged of the Prime Minister in Downing Street on the 15th of December 2020, surrounded by alcohol, food and people wearing tinsel. It looks a lot like one of the Christmas parties he told us never happened. So for the sake of my constituent and the sacrifices she made, will the Prime Minister be referring this party to the police, as it's not one of the ones already being investigated? partygoers wearing tacky tinsel is indeed a fashion crime, but the Brits are really outraged over Johnson's rank hypocrisy in calling off Christmas gatherings due to COVID-19 and even getting the British police to enforce his demands while he himself did not do it. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he asks the question to gerrymander or not to gerrymander. This whole thing about, you know, the Alabama decision, well, what I didn't realize until I got into this was what Alabama's been going through with its own, you know, legal fight just to be able to maintain its election processes for this cycle, which is only, what, 15 weeks away with our congressional districts. But, but all of our surrounding states have too. So here's, here's one, AJC.com reporting that a judge has been asked to overturn Georgia's redistricting. Oh, Georgia, to our east, yes, indeed. Opponents of Georgia's Republican-drawn congressional districts told a judge Monday, that's this Monday, this is dated yesterday, that new political boundaries weaken the representation of black voters. Same exact argument that we had against the, the district lines here. It said, but defenders of the maps argued that the changes designed, you know, with, you know, who was going to wind up being in, in Congress, they don't discriminate based on race or violate the Voting Rights Act. Well, this article points out that they believe, the article points out it believes, that Republicans could potentially gain seats. But folks, this is not supposed to be a party fight. They're claiming it's based on race, but they're pretending that race is only Democrat. That's what galls me. They're acting as if there's no black conservatives. I was on a Zoom call yesterday or Sunday night with young Republicans. One of the guys who was addressing them as a member of the advisory board is a black guy, by the way, a conservative. I mean, this, this, this whole thing that, well, you've got to redraw the lines, said the Democrat Party, because it's all about race, said the Democrat Party, is basing an assumption that Democrats or blacks only vote Democrat, and that's not true. However, uh, the judge has asked for briefs in that case and said he'll have to make a very quick decision, um, and uh, we'll see what happens in Georgia. All right, Florida, to our south, thefloridaphoenix.com reporting that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, with the backing of the Republican Attorney General, House Speaker, and Senate President, and Jacksonville Mayor, all filed briefs asking for an advisory opinion of their state Supreme Court as to whether or not one of the congressional districts has been properly drawn. Interesting. This is seen by some, the opponents to this, see this as an end run. He's not going through the legislative process. He's asking for something he's allowed to ask for, which is an advisory opinion of the state Supreme Court to review as to whether or not there is something that needs to be addressed by the legislature. That's what he's doing. Interesting. Same thing, CNN reporting out of, out of North Carolina. I'm just saying, it's been everywhere, y'all. 
And you saw the first story that I read, Politico, they called this a legal strategy by the Democrat Party to challenge these state by state in order to try and bolster what they believe is their better position. Uh, Gerrymandering can happen in court and not just in the legislature. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your phone or your electronic device, well, then be sure to subscribe either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 